0: gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Script Show, where we're talking about your favorite movies. What was good, what was bad, and how we can improve on things. We don't just talk about the problems, we give solutions to the problems. Enjoying a nice little Krabby Patty with me, Dr. Sam. Oh,
1: who lives in an apartment on the, in the valley... <laughs> Us, uh, <laughs> hi guys. We're here to have a great time and talk about one of the childhood treasures of the millennial generation. Yeah, this was a uh, this is cool.
0: I like th- this was a fun one. This was good. This, I, this I, was a very good choice, and especially coming off of Jurassic World, this yes. one was a big upper to that downer. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. B D Wong didn't end up in this <laughs> one, but maybe the next one. Next one. Uh, you know, okay. uh, first fix. Let's take out David Hasselhoff and add B Wong. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm
1: BD1 (laughs) Hooray!
0: Uh, so what's your history with Spongebob overall? And then let's go get into the movie. Okay. Uh, yes, we're doing Spongebob this week, guys. We are the thing you clicked on. We're, we're doing it. <laughs> I wonder why we always introduce the movie that we're
1: doing because you clicked on it.
0: <laughs> um, Spongebob. It was one. Uh, my parents did not like Spongebob at all. I was one of those kids that wasn't allowed to watch oh. Spongebob. It was literally whenever you watched it, it was a covert mission where it's like, all right, you check on the door, George. Alright, Sawyer, you go over here. Alright, we're gonna watch uh, SpongeBob, but if you hear any steps going or like any creaks, we gotta switch it off to sports or something. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the concussion. <laughs> Dealing things are better than the SpongeBob. <laughs> Kids, crazies that that was my extent. I watched it uh, occasionally, but I did see the movie with a couple friends and everything. And uh, you know, I watched the second one too because you know I'm an adult man. <laughs> well, we we were we watched the second one together. Yeah, and that's a whole story in and of itself too. True, uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, I, I always liked SpongeBob. I, it made me laugh, uh, but it was it also got that extra thrill out of me, you know, because I was like, oh, oh
1: yeah. yeah, this is like illegal at my house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, what's your experience? experience What's your experience? SpongeBob was very well liked in my house. Uh Uh, I've I've definitely seen the first. I think it's the first three or three seasons that lead up to the movie. Uh I in my childhood, when before ten, I had seen all those episodes at least like three or four times. Uh, because they're amazing. My sister and I used to do the Hall Monitor episode, just uh-huh. word for word back and forth, just in the car, <laughs> and we got it perfectly to time at eleven minutes. Wow, that uh, is impressive. Because it was, it was just great. Everything about SpongeBob is fantastic. And just as a side note, uh, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Came out exactly on my tenth birthday. Really? Yes. No joke. On my, I guess all that people now know my age specifically (laughs) know when it was. Came out on my tenth birthday, and you know what I did for my tenth birthday? You went to go see the Grinch. That was my seventh birthday. Ah. Uh, I I went to go see the SpongeBob movie opening day with like four or five of my friends. Like we left school a little bit early. It was really cool. My parents were cool with it. Nice. Uh, And we had a great time. Damn! so you have really good childhood memories I, on this one. The, the SpongeBob movie it like it touches me in like a very nice like pleasant like heart place. Mm-hmm. No, I I
0: enjoyed this movie when it came out. We were rewatching it, there were some things I got to appreciate now as an adult that I still laughed at and it's a really well-paced and thought out movie I think and I was surprised to see I went and checked out the reviews on like Rotten Tomato before we did this. And people have this lower than the second one, and I feel like that's the second
1: one's so inferior. Yeah, the second one's definitely worse than the first one. I really think it was just because SpongeBob wasn't the cultural, like, it was a well known property. It was like five years into its existence for Mm -hmm. the first movie, but it wasn't, like, as much of a cultural phenomenon as it is now. Whereas it's been on the air for 20 years. How does that feel that it's been on the air for 20 years? Uh, You know, I was born around when.
0: Spongebob just started, so maybe, like, you know, I'm still young. <laughs> you were born a little after that.
1: Yeah, uh, a little. Or before, before that. Before that, yeah. Yeah, but it's... Uh, this The second one has its own problems, which maybe we'll talk about someday. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay, well, should we just jump into the summary and whatnot? Well, let's jump straight in, and we start this, episode, this movie, like, we start all Spongebob movies with pirates. Live action pirates.
0: Yes. Oh my god. Whenever they make the third movie, Sam, can we dress up as pirates and be
1: as excited to see this movie as these pirates? Yes. Because oh, the man. pirates are on a ship and they're like, argh, <laughs> And then they see something and they're like, dinghy off the port bow. And they pull up the dinghy and the captain comes up and he's like, what do you have? And they open up a treasure chest and he pulls it out and he says tickets to the Spongebob movie (laughs) Uh, and then the pirates all sing the theme song which is such a delight yeah oh Uh, man (laughs) separately did you ever look on IMDB to see the names of the pirates no they have names yeah they have names uh, I'll just go through a couple of them really quickly. Uh, there's Squinty the Pirate, Scruffy the Pirate, Stitches the Pirate, Inky the Pirate, Tiny the Pirate, Upper Deck the Pirate, oh, Fingers the Pirate, <laughs> uh, Pokey the Pirate, Cookie the Pirate. It's great. Just so many pirates. And they all just have silly names. Wow. So they're, uh, they sing the theme song. They arrive at the movie theater. And they sit down to watch the SpongeBob movie. And we lower down into the sea. The narrator is talking like this. <laughs> uh, and we pull down to the Krusty Krab, but it's not a normal day at the Krusty Krab. No, it's a very unusual day. Things are tense going on. The police are there. They're like, back up, everybody, back up. And Mr. Krabs is like, I don't know what to do. What's happening here?
0: Happening. <laughs> and we find out that there is a sp- uh, the only man that can handle the job shows up. In his nice leather boots, he walks out. And who is it? Is SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, man. And so Mr. Krabs gives SpongeBob the lowdown. He's like, Give, tell me what's happening here, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> and Mr. Krabs is like, <laughs> the, the, the customer, he ordered a cheeseburger, but then he got it. And there was no cheese.
1: And he's like holding it together there's crap. SpongeBob busts in the door. He walks up and is like, all right, everything's gonna be okay. What's going on? You got a family? He's like, no, no, no. He's like, come on, I wanna hear about that family. And he just slowly is like, all right, get ready. And he takes a piece of cheese and just lowers it. Da, 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 da. And he does it. Oh, thank God. Jeez, I was on the edge of my sheet, seat with that. And everyone's like, three cheers for SpongeBob. Hip, hip. And it turns out that was just a dream. Uh, All in just a dream. So why was SpongeBob so excited for the day?
0: He finds out that today, or he knows that today is the big day
1: when the Krusty Krab 2 comes out. Because you know when a franchise makes another store, they call it McDonald's 2. Yeah. Do you want to go to McDonald's 119 after this? Oh,
0: I'm more than down down the street. I want to have my Cheerios 2, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And so he uh, is super pumped to get himself ready, telling Gary about the big day. And he's like, I'm going to be promoted to manager because I've been employee of the month for 365
1: months. Which, if you do the math, is like 30-something years. Oh, God. I thought he was going to say days, you know? (laughs) Nope. He's employee of the month uh, consecutive, like 400 times. And he's like, I'm ready. And (laughs) I'm ready. And he gets ready for his day, and it's such great, such great sight gags. Yeah, it's, uh, you get some nice little sponge tush in there. Sponge and tush. <laughs> he's got, like, toothpaste with, like, two buck teeth holes. Mm-hmm. But instead of brushing his teeth, he brushes his eyes. <laughs> uh, and then he leaves his house, he's like, I'm ready, promotion. promotion. I'm ready, promotion. I always say
0: that, like, as just, like, a casual thing. Like, all right, I'm ready. I'm like, well, I'm ready, promotion. And no one gets it. I say that all the time, and no one gets it. Unfortunate, but Yeah, Sorry, another thing. Uh, I always say bright lights, bright lights, and no one gets it. Do you know what that's from? Bright Bright lights. Bright lights. No. It's from Gremlins. Gizmo's always like, bright lights, bright lights. I haven't seen Gremlins in so long, man. Man, now I feel
1: old, you know. Gremlins was an 80s movie, right? Yeah. It was before our time. It was, but it's... (laughs) Never mind. Let's get back on track. <laughs> anyway, uh, Squidward's taking a shower, and SpongeBob shows up in the shower with him, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I hope you're ready, because I'm, I'm going to give you a lot of work when I'm manager. And he's like, couldn't this wait till work? And SpongeBob says, there's no shower." <laughs> God, this is going to take so long, because I love all the jokes. Yeah. Uh, but he le- or Squidward kicks him out, and Patrick, uh, his other neighbor and best friend, opens up his rock, and is like, SpongeBob, it's good to see you. Uh, All right, Spongebob, I'm ready for you to become manager. I've got a surprise for you. And then Spongebob's like, well, after I get promoted, we're going to go crazy. We're going to go to the Goofy Goober eatery or whatever. It's going to be
0: crazy. And so now we cut to Spongebob at the big opening of the Krusty Krab 2. uh, (laughs) Mr. Krabs is being interviewed, and it's like, Mr. Krabs, why did you want to open another store? Money. Oh yeah. Hmm. Uh, how do you? That's basically it. Yeah, it's, um, it's just two money jokes. It's crazy. Yeah. And so now he's giving a huge speech about like, oh, we're looking forward to opening this new place to make money, and uh, I'm about to announce the new
1: manager. Well, isn't this like across the street? Plankton is spying on him. Yes. And he sees all this, and he's like, I've hated Mr. Krabs for so long. I've gone through. I've I've had everything horrible happen to me. Isn't that right, Karen? My computer. Wife? <laughs> and Karen, his computer web, comes over and is like, yes, Plankton I understand, it's it's horrible it's like, I've tried to steal a Krabby Patty recipe everything from plans A to Y A to Y yeah, you know the alphabet, A to Y what about Z? Plan Z and then Plankton goes into his <laughs> into his file cabinet and pulls it, which by the way, he's got a file cabinet with plans. He had to write all these plans. He just forgot that he wrote Plan Z. Uh. So he pulls out Plan Z and looks at it, is and is like, oh, and has a little bit of a
0: moment with Plan Z. Yeah, he was like, oh, it's diabolical. Oh,
1: it's evil. Oh,
0: it's lemon-scented.
1: Plan Z can't possibly fail. No. And then move back to the Krusty Krab 2 where... Mr. Krabs is about to advance the new manager. And he's like, the new manager
0: of the Krusty Krabs is. And he, like, pulls down, and it's a picture of the manager. And he's like, Squidward. And then SpongeBob just freaks out. He's like, yeah, yeah, bubble. Like, you would think he just won the Super Bowl, man. The, don't you mean the bubble bowl?
1: Oh, the bubble bowl. God oh, damn. <laughs> Sweet uh, victory is what he needs. He, uh, But SpongeBob doesn't realize that he's not the one who's manager walks up to the stage and starts giving an acceptance speech. Yep. (laughs) Mr. Krabs is whispering in his ear like, Spongebob, you're making an ass out of yourself. And he's just
0: repeating everything. He's like, oh, I'm I'm making an ass out of myself? Uh, Oh, and I'm making it worse because I'm repeating everything? And so, it's awkward. Uh, Spongebob does not take it
1: well and he just walks away, pretty much. Well, uh, Mr. Krabs is like, Spongebob's like, why didn't you promote me? And then Mr. Krabs is like, to be a manager, you gotta be a man. And you're just a kid. Otherwise they'd call it Kidager <laughs> And so that's That's gonna be Spongebob's arc For the whole thing Where he's like I I can't do anything Cause I'm a kid Like I'm I'm too young And naive And don't understand things And then he goes I'm ready Depression <laughs> <laughs> God, um, It's so dark Yeah and then they walk away And then Mr. Krabs uh, Is like Poor kid Uh, And then I think we move to... Yeah, then we cut to Plankton enacting Plan Z. Mm Mm-hmm. What's he doing? Uh, He sneaks over... This is a weird thing. He sneaks over to King Neptune's castle. Yep. The thing that we need to know now is that Bikini Bottom is a monarchy. (laughs) Bikini Bottom is run with a king in charge. But okay. So basically Plankton uh, sneaks over to King Neptune's castle... Uh, where King Neptune is sitting on the throne with his daughter by his side, kind of trying to teach her what it's like when she's going to be queen one day. Uh, and he's wearing this nice big crown, and basically, uh, these people come in with an argument, and uh, <laughs> uh, King Neptune's like, alright, let's just execute them. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Mindy, his daughter's like, no, 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 you can't You can't just execute him. He's like, alright, you're free to go, sir. And she's like, thanks, Mindy. <laughs> And he's like, because you, we must execute him because you
0: touched the crown. And he's like, well, I'm a crown polisher. And he's like, hmm, I don't know about this guy. And then, yeah, Mindy saves him. Yeah. And he gives, um, King Neptune gives a little exposition of what the crown means and everything. Like, oh,
1: it represents... I don't It's rivers. just like representing like the authority that you have over the sea. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just uh, it's not just a crowd. It shows people that you're the one in charge and you're not to be messed with. And then Mindy's like, and hi, it hides your bald
0: spot. And she's like, oh, why? I, I, I don't know. have a bald spot. It's thinning, maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not where she pulls it off first, right? What? Yeah. In front of the crowd. I thought that happens at the Krusty Krab. No, she says, says it twice. Say- yeah. Um, <laughs> she pulls it off, and everyone's just like bald, yeah. bald, bald, bald. And uh, but then they go to kind of a more private spot uh, where he, you know, puts the crown down. It's like Mindy, you're gonna have to take over the sea one day, and you can't, you can't be this, you know, young kid running the seas. Oh, some plot lines overlapping. Uh-huh. Uh, and then basically, King Neptune's like, "But you have to wear this crown with authority." But he picks—he picks up what he thinks is the crown, but puts a pillow on his head. Oh, crazy! Man. And crazy. Mindy's like, uh, "Dad, your crown!" And it's like, "Oh no!" And you see Plankton, uh, Plankton like f- flying away, holding the crown and laughing maniacally. <laughs> and so now, yes. Uh, Neptune
0: does not have his crown. It's very sad. And so we cut to SpongeBob at the Goofy Goober Club where he is just sad, depressed,
1: eating a milkshake by himself. When we say Goofy Goober Club, it's just a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also these two grown men who are sitting there because SpongeBob's a grown man. Grown Sponge. Grown Sponge. And so he's uh, crying, and then Patrick walks up and is like, How's it doing for the new Krusty Krab 2 manager? And Spongebob cries even more. And he's uh, like, I didn't get it, Patrick. And Patrick's like, what? says what? It's like, Mr. Krabs thinks I'm a kid. Well, if you're a kid, then, then I'm a kid. And then the waiter walks over and is like, here's your uh, goofy Goober family fun kids meal. And Patrick's like, this is supposed to come with a toy. <laughs> uh, and, and so
0: Spongebob's about to leave. But then Patrick convinces him to stay to eat ice cream with him. And, man, dude, these guys pound back some ice cream like I've never seen. I don't know how spiked that ice cream was, (laughs) but uh, they get, like, wasted off of ice cream. Well, they're eating it so fast, too. This is the equivalent of doing, like, 12 shots in an hour or so. yeah. And so now, I would love to see a food competition between SpongeBob and Patrick against
1: Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. Ooh. Who would win that? Melvin-Doo. Ah, Melvin. That's a surprise. (laughs) But, yeah, they, they get super wasted, and then they, like, pass out at Goofy Goober. Uh, They wake up the next day and SpongeBob's like, I gotta get to work. I gotta see Mr. Krabs. And he remembers that he's really mad at Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs. And so now. um, We cut to the Krusty Krab 2. Yep. And
0: (laughs) Mr. Krabs is setting up all the stuff, being like, all right, Squidward, this is what you do. Like, this is how you make money. And so now he sees that who's coming down the street? King Neptune Ooh, and he's like oh he's coming to the Krusty Krab for lunch and he has all the money and so then he goes up to the menu and starts putting like ones in front of it so it's like a nine dollar burger is now like a hundred and nineteen dollars it's great and yeah good good character moment you know
1: Uh, and then King Neptune walks in and Mr. Krabs is like, "Hello, King Neptune. How can I take your money?" <laughs> and King Neptune says, uh, "You're being charged with the crime of stealing my crown." And Mr. Krabs is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa I didn't steal your crown." And King Neptune's like, "I have one very damning piece of evidence. You, you did the perfect crime, but you've left one
0: key thing." And it's just a note that says, "I stole your crown," signed Eugene Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Whats No, that's not my handwriting. I'm totally getting framed."
1: Uh, and then is this when the voicemail comes up or is that after yeah then the voicemail comes on where it's just a phone on a stool next to him. It. it's like I swear I wouldn't steal your crown and then <laughs> <laughs>
0: you do this one. So then, uh, someone calls and goes to voicemail. It's like, oh yeah, um, I'm Mr. Cyclops, or whatever. I just want to say thanks again for giving me that crown, Mr. Krabs. Uh, you gave a real good price of nine dollars or something like that. Like you <laughs> like steal me the crown, Neptune's yeah. crown. It's in Shell City, mm-hmm. uh, and you'll never see it again. Yeah, <laughs> just a reminder. And then he hangs up, and Mr. Krabs is sweating,
1: and King Neptune's about to zap him, but who shows up but SpongeBob? SpongeBob. Oh, well, first he his uh, mini. Comes and is like, "Whoa! Don't you don't have to kill him right away? Like, let someone talk for him." And King Neptune's like, "All right, if anyone here can vouch for Mr. Krabs's character, you can tell me right now." And that's when SpongeBob bursts in, and that uh, like, Mr. Like, Krabs uh, got something to say about Mr. Krabs. I've worked for Mr. Krabs for a long time, and I always thought he was a great boss, but now I realize he's a great big jerk. <laughs> and explains how he deserves manager, and he just blows a tongue raspberry at him. Mm-hmm. And King Neptune's just like, all right. Anyone else got anything? No. And he just zaps Mr. Krabs with fire. Yep, he's on fire. And this immediately sobers up <laughs> <This is> Spongebob. <laughs> like, in an instant. Yep, and I'm like, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so Mr. Krabs is on fire, but he puts himself out, and he's about, and Neptune's about to fully kill Mr. Krabs, and Spongebob steps in the way, he's like, no, 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 you don't have to kill Mr. Krabs, because I didn't get manager. And <laughs> it's not worth killing him over. And then Neptune's like, he stole my crown, and I need to sh- get retribution for it, and Spongebob's like oh I'm sure it's not that bad and then Neptune pulls off the paper bag on his head and everyone's like bald, bald, bald,
0: bald, bald, bald. my eyes <laughs> my leg uh, and
1: then he puts it back on and uh, its I, I don't know how we get to this point but basically Spongebob is like what if I get your crown back mm-hmm. and uh, you know, King Neptune doesn't want to hear anything about it but Mindy's like no, 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 give him a chance you should be able to to, uh, to save him And Spongebob... And King Nattoon's like, all right, I'll give you ten days to find my crown. And then Patrick just shows up. like, he can do it in nine, (laughs) eight, seven, six. And then they stop him. Yeah, they're like, Patrick stops. And now he's got six days, right? Six days to find the crown. Uh, But in the meantime, King Neptune freezes Mr. Krabs in a block of ice where he stands. Yes. And so now um,
0: Spongebob and Patrick get the Patty Mobile, (laughs) which is just a huge
1: cheeseburger as a... uh, and then, car? <laughs> one of the best lines ever is Patrick just uh, says, But SpongeBob, you don't have a driver's license. And SpongeBob says, You don't need a license to drive a sandwich. <laughs> and they drive off to go to Shell City. But and later that night, mm-hmm. Plankton shows up at the Krusty Krab. Uh oh. What does he do at the Krusty Krab, Sam? He steals the Krabby Patty secret formula. No! And so Plankton starts making Krabby Patties at the Chum Bucket. Yep. That's not good, guys. And so now
0: we are with SpongeBob and Patrick. They bump in, they need gas at this one place. Mm -hmm. And they bump into these, like, hick fish. Hickfish
1: (laughs) yeah they're like uh we're gonna go to Shell City and they're like Shell City (laughs) you can't go there there's a killer Cyclops out there and they're like yep we're gonna go do that and the Rednecks just start making fun of them, yep. laughing at them, and they say, "You're not gonna last ten seconds over the county line." And so they go over the county line. They bump into this giant man, and don't nothing. Like there's no fight. He just says, "All right, get out of the car, boys." <laughs> and they just look at him imposing, and they just get out of the car. He steps in and drives away. And they're like, how long was that? And they're like, twelve seconds. And SpongeBob and Patrick are like in your face. You suck.
0: And so now they are walking back, or trying to walk to Shell City.
1: Yep. And we cut. Yeah, back we're back to we're Squidward. Back at, uh, we're back at Bikini Bottom. Uh, Squidward is he waking up, realizing uh, that? No, I think this. Well, we start with Plankton, uh-huh. uh, that's when Perch Perkins, the uh, the, in the newscaster, is with him, and it's like, amazingly, the Chum Bucket is now producing Krabby Patties. Let's get a closer look, and then Plankton. Lies to everybody and says, Oh, Mr. Krabs wanted me to do this. His dying breath was, You should keep making Krabby Patties. Don't let the flame die out. <laughs> uh, but then he also says, With every Krabby Patty purchase, You get a free Chum Bucket bucket helmet That you can wear as like a hat. So all these people are sitting around the Chum Bucket Wearing these bucket helmets. Yep. Very fashionable. Very it's fashionable. Taking off. If you're in France, man, Think of worse. The Chum, <laughs> Chum Bucket. Uh, but then... Uh, Uh, Plankton is super excited, but then Karen tells him, actually, Spongebob and Patrick are on their way to Shell City to get the crown back. And Plankton says, don't worry, I've got someone to handle them. And we are introduced to Dennis. Dennis is a motorcycle riding buff-ass fish who just pulls up to that same uh, gas station and the rednecks start making fun of him and he just rips their mouths off.
0: (laughs) And he drives off, and then I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, he's Uh close to Spongebob and Patrick. Yeah. So Spongebob and Patrick then see that their uh, burger patty wagon is outside this one rough bar. It's a tough and rumble bar. You know
1: it's tough and rumble because a guy's eating nails casually. (laughs) And uh, they decide that they they find the guy who stole the the car. They see the keys in his pocket. So uh, Patrick's like, ooh, I want to create a distraction while you go in and steal it. And he's like, okay. And then... (laughs) Uh, Patrick walks in and says, Hey, can I have everybody's attention? I need to use the bathroom. (laughs) And then people are like,
0: Oh, yeah, it's over there. He's like, okay. And then Spongebob almost gets the keys and then it just doesn't have enough time. So then he goes to the bathroom. He's like, Patrick, what was that? That wasn't a
1: distraction. He's like, well, I had to go to the bathroom. so." He's like, well, I got my hand dirty for nothing. Spongebob starts washing his hands. But the soap dispenser's a little busted, Uh-oh. and the soap dispenser starts blowing bubbles. Yep. And, and if so, you know anything about the series, mm-hmm. Spongebob and
0: Patrick love them bubbles. Oh, that's an understatement. So they just make a ton of bubbles in the bathroom, and a few go out into the bar, and this bar has a strict no
1: bubbles policy. <laughs> they have a policy that specifically, all bubble blowing babies will be beaten senseless by every able-bodied patron in the bar. The yes. Bar.
0: And so they do a whole interrogation of who blew the bubbles because it doesn't fly here,
1: man. But there's a way that they know how to weed out a bubble-blowing baby. Mm-hmm. Is they play the Goofy Goober theme song. <laughs> and it's playing. And SpongeBob and Patrick are resisting real hard. And they want to sing along. They're super close. And these two other guys sing it. And they're like, huh, I knew these guys were a bunch of babies. Double bubble bubble blowers. <laughs> And they start a big. A big brawl starts at the bar between all these guys. While SpongeBob and Patrick sneak out, and Patrick's like, "Look what I got!" And got the key. Yeah, good job, Patrick. And so they drive off into the distance. And this is when uh, we cut back to Bikini Bottom with Squidward. Uh, He uh, is—he's so happy that SpongeBob's gone. But while he's taking a bike ride through town, he notices everyone's wearing these buckets on their heads. Hmm. What's happening there? So, uh, Squidward asks a guy and he says, uh, oh, we're getting these free bucket helmets whenever we buy a Krabby Patty at the Chum Bucket. And Squidward busts into the chum bucket and, and confronts Plankton. And yes, and he confronts him, saying, "You
0: can't sell these Krabby Patty formulas. You set Mr. Krabs up for everything. I will. I'm going to tell the authorities about it." And then Plankton's like, "No, you aren't. You loudmouth." And he puts a chum bucket helmet on him, and he starts to mind control him. Whoa.
1: Yep. Plankton's big plan was to get everybody to wear these bucket helmets, and he activates like a big antenna, and he starts mind controlling everybody. Yeah, and I'm like.
0: Plan. this should have been like your first idea. Why did you wait till Z for the best plan, man? <laughs> he,
1: he really got to build up to that. I guess he had... Yeah, that's true. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, that's uh, true. So he does that, and he's just basically has mind control over everybody in Bikini Bottom. Start setting up monuments to him. Uh, we cut back to SpongeBob and Patrick. They're driving through... <laughs> they're basically just driving over the bones of dead fish that they're not <laughs> noticing, because they're like, we are such manly men, yeah. we handled that bar with ease. <laughs>
0: And so now there's this one stand uh, that's selling ice cream, and they both want ice cream. And it's this nice-looking older grandma fish, and she offers them ice cream.
1: But what? Oh. SpongeBob grabs it, but his hands are stuck to the bowl. Oh, no. And then we turn out, it turns out it's this weird anglerfish-looking <laughs> crazy thing that's just giant mouth opens up around SpongeBob, and it tries to eat him. But then SpongeBob it like rips himself off, falls back into the paddy wagon, and Patrick drives off as the crazy Grandma Fish is chasing after them. Yep. But then we quickly take a cut back to the, the Tough Guy Bar. Yes.
0: And Dennis just shows up, and he's like checking out all these uh, little puddles of bubble matter, and he blows one, and whoa! The bar sees it; they are not happy about it. They're like,
1: "You're a bubble, bubble, whatever, You're a bubble blowing baby," and they start chanting their thing, "All bubble blowing babies." But Dennis just punches the bartender and just knocks the ship upright, yep. and just sinks the entire bar. Yep. And I'm like, "Wow!
0: What? Do you remember what the bar's name is? It's uh, like the Tug and Rug or something." <laughs>
1: You can't name that that in the kid's movie. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something like that. Uh, but uh, but yes, so Dennis punches that guy and every, he just gets back on his motorcycle and drives off chasing after the boys. Thug Pug. Thug. Okay, it's not Thug and Pug. My bad, guys. <laughs> uh, but then we come back to SpongeBob and Patrick who are driving like crazy, get, trying to get away from this fish. And... Uh, at some point they get to the edge of a cliff and they both jump out of the, the paddy wagon and the fish grabs and eats the paddy wagon and then a bigger fish comes up and eats the angler fish. Wow. Circle of life.
0: So now SpongeBob and Patrick are really down and out about themselves. They don't think they can do it because they're not men. And Mindy shows up to give them confidence, like, no, you guys are men. You just need to believe in yourself. And they're like, well, we can't do it because we're not men. And she's like, well, lucky, lucky, I'm here with my magic mermaid powers to make you men. And so they're super jazzed about being men now. Well, what do they do? What does she do to turn them into men? She tells them to close their eyes, and like, she's like, woo. I'm sorcering my powers. And she grabs two things of seaweed and puts it on their uh, mouths or like on their uh, lips, not lips, upper lips. Yeah. So it looks like they are wearing mustaches. Yeah. And the
1: whole time the seahorses are like, what magic powers? (laughs) What is this? This is dumb. And uh, so, but SpongeBob and Patrick think because now they have mustaches from magical means, uh, they're men. And they jump into the trench, uh, and they decide, hey, we survived this. We could survive anything. Yeah. And we start a musical number called Now That We're Men. Yep. And it's it's great. They survive all these giant
0: monsters. They actually win over the giant monsters by doing this cool clap thing. Yeah, it's like a slap routine. And they respect it, and they help them out. And at the end, (laughs) SpongeBob's like, oh, we survived it. We did it, Patrick. And they're all like, yay. And they're like, we survived the ugly monsters, the hideous monsters. And they're like, oh. Yeah, they're like, oh, but not you guys. You guys are cool.
1: And no. And then they're like, all right, we should be there. One more verse, and they're about to start singing. uh But uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dennis is there. Dennis. And Dennis confronts them, but Patrick and SpongeBob have a little bit of an over- Overinflated ego is like, don't worry, we handled all these monsters. We're men now.
0: And so they're like, uh, Dennis is like, you think you're men because you have seaweed on? And he
1: rips off the seaweed. And I'm like, no, they're men. But they're not men. And Dennis is just like, that's not a mustache. This is what a real mustache looks like. He pulls down the handkerchief over his mouth and just grunts and just grows a full mustache. And then Patrick whispers to SpongeBob, is he a mermaid? <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, but it, basically, yeah, then Dennis is about to just stomp on them with his spiky boots and just kill SpongeBob and Patrick. Yep, he's gotten specific orders to step
0: on them from Platon. Yeah. And so they're about to step on him, but then what happens?
1: Boom! Dame's boom machina up. <laughs> Someone steps on Dennis. It's this giant boot, and they look up, and they realize, uh uh-oh, that's the Cyclops that everyone's been talking about. Oh, no. And so it's
0: basically just this one guy in a... um, It's like a a diver suit. Yeah, in a diver suit, and he takes Spongebob and Patrick to his lair up in
1: the real world. His lair, which is just this gift shop yeah, where they're just trapped in this glass bowl, and... uh, and they look around, and they're like, oh, man, he's just killing all these, all these animals for, for novelty, cheap
0: toys. And the thing is, like, the Cyclops is en- enjoying every
1: minute of their torture. Like, he has an evil laugh, where he's like, ha, ha, ha. ha. Also, he's, like, in his diving suit, even when he's out of the water. Like, he's just wearing that just because that's his, like, character look. Oh, man. Uh, and, but, yeah, so they, uh, then the, di- the Cyclops decides it's their turn to become uh, novelty toys. So he plucks them out and puts them under a heat lamp. No. And they're out of water, and they're drying out. And this is genuinely one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my life. I agree. What, what happens? Uh, SpongeBob and Patrick are really drying out. You know how sea creatures can't survive out, out of the water? And they just keep drying, and their, their voices keep getting getting higher and they don't know what to do and SpongeBob's like everyone was right we couldn't handle this we're not men we, we couldn't do anything right and Patrick's like Shell City and SpongeBob's like yeah the place we never got to go to he's like Shell City SpongeBob's like alright you're really bumming me out saying <laughs> Shell City so much but Patrick sees a sign on the wall and it says Shell City the gift shop was Shell City all along. They look over, they see the crown just sitting there for $7. And, uh, and yeah, and then Bud Bob and Patrick are just like, we did it. We We made made it. it to Shell City. We did the thing everyone said we couldn't. And then they start singing the Goofy Goober theme song as they dry out and die, but not before each of them shed one tiny tear that gets to the bottom of the tray and it forms a little heart, Yes, and we widen out and we see all the pirates in the audience are just crying. They're like, no, Spongebob, no, how could this this be be the end of Spongebob? (laughs) And the parrot's like, look at the screen, and even more deus ex machina than the big cyclops boot. (laughs) <laughs> the pirate looks at the screen and he says, Arr, the bird is right. It'd be the tear of the goofy goober. <laughs> and the Spongebob and Patrick teardrops have formed into this sentient tear that scoots down the, like, the, the wire of the heat lamp, and it short-circuits the, the, uh, the outlet, and smoke rises. The lamp goes off, and the smoke rises and hits the, the smoke detector, and the sprinkler system goes off. Whoa! And SpongeBob and Patrick come back to life.
0: No way! And so yes, they're back to life. And the water not just brings them back to life, but all the other dead fishes and crabs. Because and that's them. how death works, right? It is. Yeah, you just
1: spray water on it, and they're not dead. Fuck up, so many kids <laughs> where they just like they're gonna have like a novelty starfish, and they're just gonna like spray it with water, and be like, Patrick, come back. <laughs> oh um, man! But they grab the crown. The Cyclops tries to stop them. But all the other sea creatures that the Cyclops has imprisoned uh, just team up and beat the shit out of the Cyclops.
0: Yep, the, and there's a mariachi band of fish that are <laughs> yes. just playing. And Which, I like
1: to think that the mariachi band of fish was actually a mariachi band of fish that just died that <laughs> way. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's exactly what happened. Uh, but then Patrick and SpongeBob run out of the, out of the, uh, the store holding the crown. And then uh, earlier, Mindy gave them this magical bag of wind, and that was supposed to get them back home. But Patrick accidentally releases the bag of wind before they're supposed to, uh, before they can hop on and get back home. So it looks like they're out of luck. Eesh. But something happens. Something Even happens. more, David asks Machina the big Dave- boot and uh, and tear of the goofy goobers. David asked Machina. <laughs> David half soul half Makina. David Hasselhoff, not not Baywatch, David Hasselhoff, just David Hasselhoff in his like Baywatch outfit, runs up to them and says, "Hi, maybe I can be of assistance." And SpongeBob and Patrick are like, "Who are you?" And he says, "I'm David Hasselhoff." <laughs> and he gets in the water, starts swimming, and then motorboats like he just sticks his body out like he's a motorboat and he just goes and like goes out to the middle of the ocean uh, with SpongeBob and Patrick on his back. Uh, Meanwhile, down in Bikini Bottom, King Neptune is ignoring all of the things that Plankton has done to Bikini Bottom. He's writing in, and it's, he's like, all right, today's the day, Mr. Krabs. It's time to kill you. <laughs> and so, yeah,
0: he's, like, about to kill him, and he's like, oh, uh, I'm going to do it. And Mindy comes. He's like, no, I think you need to give Patrick and SpongeBob a bit more time. And he's like, how much time? And she's like, well, I don't know, maybe one,
1: two Three, four, five seconds, seven. And then then Kingdom's like, hey, I don't like that you're stalling here. And then Minnie's like, I'm stalling? (laughs) And then they say stalling a few more times. We cut back to Hasselhoff speedboating out. But they see something off off the rear end of of David Hasselhoff. Uh Uh-oh. It's Dennis. Dennis is controlling bigger boot. And he just, like, rides up, hops onto Hasselhoff and just starts, like, chasing around Spongebob and Patrick. He stabs David Hasselhoff in the butt. Yep. He's like, ah, guys, come on. (laughs) So what do you think they're doing back there, David (laughs) Hasselhoff? Um, Uh, And so what does Dennis do? Dennis is just chasing them, and uh, it's basically him being like, uh, the best part is just that it's actually a very subtle thing, which I appreciate. Dennis says to Spongebob, Dennis always gets his man. But then SpongeBob's like, "Never get it, cause he's not a man." Oh. oh! And then he jumps from one leg to the other. But Dennis gets over there, and uh, SpongeBob pulls out his bubbles and is like, "I have bubbles!" and just just like shoots them up and like just blinds Dennis in the face. As David Hasselhoff goes underneath like a barge and just smacks Dennis. Yep. And Dennis,
0: uh, before Dennis says that he's like, so long, guys. He's about to step on him, and then he gets hit by the boat. And then Patrick's like, bye. bye. <laughs> and so now King, Tri- or King Neptune is done stalling. Mindy's still like, stalling. stalling. I'm not stalling. And he's like, enough. And he's about to shoot Mr. Krabs. And Spongebob and Patrick are right above him. They're like, how are we going to get down super fast?
1: <laughs> David Basselhoff just stands up and ignites like, a launch sequence with his like pecs muscles. <laughs> you, if you haven't seen this movie, you think we're exaggerating. Nope. He turns them into a rocket, so he takes his pecs, opens it up, puts them in the middle, and he just squeezes and launches them down into the ocean. And as King Neptune fires his, like, flame ray, Bud, Bob, and Patrick get down there with their crown. It bounces off the crown and murders David Hasselhoff.
0: No, he's okay. He's just got a nice little burn going on. But but I did think they murdered him too.
1: I was like, wow, that was dark. Yeah, the refraction of the the laser off of the crown uh, comes up, burns David Hasselhoff. But Mr. Krabs is safe. King Neptune gets his crown back and everyone's happy. Except. Except Plankton. Plankton shows up and he's like, well done, SpongeBob, <laughs> but you forgot one big thing. And then he pulls a string and a giant chum bucket helmet falls on King Neptune and it mind controls him. And SpongeBob, uh, then the Krusty Krab 2 gets overrun with all of Plankton's mindless zombies. And... Uh, basically Plankton's just gloating to Spongebob like there's nothing you could have done to stop me you're just a kid and life is a nightmare (laughs) Uh, and then Spongebob takes, takes center stage and says you know what I am a kid I understand what my place is now. Sure, I'm, you know, a big speech about being em, embracing youth and taking your flaws in stride. He takes the microphone and is like, yeah, I'm a wingnut and a knucklehead McSpazitron. But most of all, I'm... I'm uh, a goofy goober! And then he launches into a song called Goofy Goober Rock. Yep. Which is a parody of the song I Wanna Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh they got actual David Lee Roth to come back and do new lyrics that just do I'm a goofy goober yeah. rock. Damn, and, I did not know that. Game. Yep. And SpongeBob uh, just becomes this incredible rock wizard. <laughs> and <laughs> no way to explain this. Yeah. <laughs> just through the power of music, he like is able to like zap all of the all of the mind control helmets. It's, it's like a metaphor for like the fact that he's embraced his, like his inner self and he's not gonna be a slave to Plankton's mind control yep. so he's able to destroy all of Plankton's helmets uh even King Neptune's and everyone turns on Plankton they all come in and be like thank you Spongebob wizard and Plankton at the end of the song Plankton gets arrested yep uh uh uh, King Neptune frees Mr. Krabs sorry it doesn't freeze him unfreezes him mm-hmm. uh, well first he says he turns Mr. Krabs into a human being He's like, oh sorry my triton was set for real boy ending <laughs> and then he sets him back to normal and King Neptune says really nice things about Spongebob uh, and at the very end Mr. Krabs is like you know what Squidward come over here Spongebob this is something I should have done six days ago and he asks for the manager pin, and he hands it to SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. And Squidward, and
0: SpongeBob's like, well, I don't know, Mr. Krabs. And Squidward's like, is it because on this whole journey you realized that you didn't need this at all? You needed to find self-reflection and look at yourself and en- embrace your inner self? And then SpongeBob's like, no, I still want it. And he takes the <laughs> manager pin. He was
1: just like, I want to just tell you your fly was down. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. And then we go into an Ocean Man and the movie's over. Yep, and that is SpongeBob, uh, the movie. Yeah. Uh it's pretty great. It's, it's a good so, movie. It's so much fun. <laughs> oh my god. It's it's one of those movies that like I feel like we on this show we make fun of a lot of things that do deus ex machinas, things that don't make sense, like random things happening, like the whole story structure of everything should never be and then this happens, it should always be therefore or yeah. but Yeah. but somehow Spongebob transcends that because it's all and thens, it's all and then a big boot shows up and then David Hasselhoff shows up and then Spongebob discovers the power of music and it all just works, just somehow with the tone and the feel of the
0: show. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, you you know what you're getting yourself into, or you should know what you're getting yourself yeah. into, and it's, like, unapologetic. It's like, this is what we are. This and is it, what we're doing.
1: It transcends it because it is for kids, but also the jokes, especially in the movie, not yeah. always the TV show. The jokes are a little hit or miss, especially recent ones. Yeah, yeah. But the movie hits, like, every joke so hard that when the joke is the reason that... The Day of Sex Machina, or the weird thing is happening. Mm-hmm. It works because you're so busy laughing and just enjoying what's happening. I it's, agree. It, it's 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 one of those movies that's so imperfect, it's nearly perfect. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It.
0: Uh, I I don't have a ton to change about this. This no. has been a fun movie. This, I,
1: this is more of a reflection on SpongeBob movie it, as a whole. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I guess if there is if there is something to change, do you want to just kind of hop into a little bit of it's not a major surgery, like a minor surgery. Yeah, you know, it's like ah, I got a, I sprained
0: my ankle. and Now yeah. I need surgery on it. You know, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> oh, you should probably get a, someone else to check
1: you out. Get your doctor to <laughs> not give you surgery
0: on that. Um, so now we're in surgery. What do you think? I I always liked uh, Sandy as a character.
1: Yeah. But what do you? How do we incorporate her a bit? Yeah, I think the main thing that was the problem was that uh, the show has so such a rich like. Catalog of characters, uh-huh. and it makes sense to only focus kind of on SpongeBob and Patrick with a few supporting ones. Yeah, that new people could show up, but Sandy is such a strong character.
0: I understand why she doesn't go with them on the adventure because Sandy is already too much of like a, an adult already. Like, yeah. because she gets to be the adult when SpongeBob and Patrick get to be the kids still, so it wouldn't work for the arc of having,
1: but. Some- I- I think if there's, like, a backup, like, a a B B-plot, I think her hanging out with Squidward, like, back at Bikini Bottom could work.
0: That's what I was thinking is that we make her, like, she's the one trying to take, or is in the Squidward role now where she's, like, trying to overthrow
1: Plankton but doesn't work. Because I think Sandy... Squidward is mostly just, has allegiance to whoever's in charge and whoever can help him. Whoever can pay, gives him the paycheck. Which I feel like Squidward, it would have been even funnier to see him immediately abandon Mr. Krabs and just work for Plankton. Yeah. And, like, be his, like, cashier to be like, oh, wow, thanks. And then Sandy's the one kind of off to the side, mm-hmm. being like, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't really make sense. And kind of figuring out, you know, that the, the plot is there. And then maybe she, I don't want to do too much because I don't want to make it too complicated. Uh-huh. But she could be, like doing an inside job, almost, like, pretending she's mind-controlled at some point. Okay. Uh, Which, at least if she does do that, it would make sense for her maybe to be like, Spongebob, take this goofy goober guitar! (laughs) Like, you know, this super-powered thing, or, like, she invents, like, a thing that can, like, defeat the mind
0: control. Right, she's, yeah, she's inventing that, where it's like, all right, I know this is the thing that's, like, controlling everyone, like, if Spongebob uses a rock song to beat this... Yeah, she's
1: like, I don't know how to power this, there's no power source it'd have to be manually controlled. Uh, what if I make it a guitar? Like, you know, yeah. some, some, they'd have something funnier to say there, but then it would, it would almost give a reason for SpongeBob to do the weird rock star ending.
0: Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. I, but it still works without her. It uh, is yeah. just like something where there are so many other characters where you're not going to give
1: them all their time. No, you know? it's, it's too many people like to take, to really take care of, uh, If you want to give everybody justice from the show, at least. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, that was the only thing I could really think of for Sandy. Uh, Honestly, you know what I think might be interesting is if, uh, what if the monsters that they make friends with in the trench Mm -hmm. actually, like, also follow them? Uh, like, throughout... Not, like, throughout the movie entirely, but they don't... The the reason the monsters aren't there anymore is because SpongeBob insults them. Yeah. And that kind of seems out of character for SpongeBob. Yeah, right? So, I think that maybe if the... uh, uh, If the monsters, like, follow them and they see what's happening and Dennis, like, you know, is somehow stronger than all the monsters and, like, beats them up, Mm -hmm. and then SpongeBob and Patrick are kidnapped, uh, I'm trying to think of how to include them because I do really like the monsters. Like, that's such a cool visual design and cool characters. Um. Or maybe maybe it's not a smaller moment. Maybe they, maybe they accompany, he accompanies, the monsters accompany them all the way to the, close to the surface. Or does the Cyclops take them out or something? Uh, well, that could be it. Maybe the Cyclops, ga- like, grabs the monsters and is like, oh my god, I've never seen this many, like, creatures all at once. Right. And so he grabs all them and then when they, you know, reignite the sprinklers, then the monsters come back and they start, they fight the, yeah. the Cyclops.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Um, One thing is like, so thanks to Netflix, I rewatched Mighty Python, The Holy Grail. (laughs) And the character of Dennis, I think it would be fun if he was more like the Black Knight. Where, like, we're, because we see all these things where Dennis is a badass, like, oh, look, he, like, beat up the bar guys. Or, like, oh, look, he. Was mean to the Hicks or whatever. And then, like, we find out that he, like, sucks at it. Because, like, that, it, how we're introduced to the Black, uh, black Knight in uh, Holy Grail is, like, he's killing people and, like, he's looking pretty badass, but then he just is terrible. Yeah. So, like, what if he is a match for, like, SpongeBob and Patrick are a match for him where he's just really bad. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we get a mind controlled Sandy at this point to come and, like, that's the person where she's, like, the one that is oh, uh, really yeah. bad. Yeah. Or something guess, like I that. I see something like that happening. It's just a way to make Dennis,
1: like, sort of an anti-villain, yeah. where he's just so bad at everything. Because uh, that would also be a really funny misdirect that at the very end you realize, oh, wait, he's he's actually not been as tough as we thought. Yeah. And it's a good joke. Um, um, and it's also voiced by Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, right? Good choice. That's uh, a- the voice cast in this is like, when they pick the celebrities are really good, because, like... Jeffrey Tambor is, like, a good King Neptune. Mm -hmm. Scarlett Johansson is Mindy. But I I don't think the change really... Don't change anything with SpongeBob and Patrick. Like, their arc is, like, perfect. Yeah. That's the whole point of them, is that they're kids. And and it's also, like, a mirror for the audience, because the audience is mostly kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do want to say, I
0: forgot to bring this up when uh, we were summarizing the movie. They have a shit... Joke with Patrick.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, when it's, when they're like, "All right, Patrick, do you have the bag of wins?" He's and like, "Yeah." He's like, "You bet!" And he turns around like he's hiding in his pants. Like that's a thing Patrick would do. Ah uh, ha, ha There's like a bulge in his pants, and he just pulls out this the bag of wins. Here you go. Yeah. And the bulge is just there.
0: <laughs> oh
1: man, God! <laughs> Literal potty humor there. It, it was great. Uh, yeah, there's not much really to fix. It's just tiny things. Would you say... So this was one
0: thing that I realized I didn't make a ton of logic sense. So Plighton actually does sell the crown yeah. to the Cyclops guy. Why doesn't he just make the voice call? Like, what, call in, being like, oh, it's at Shell City, but, like, but what, it's not also, really... actually? Sh- yeah, what does he say Shell City? Well, yeah, it's just a thing where... He doesn't think anyone's going to go get it there, but he can literally just have it in the
1: back of his, like, yeah.
0: car or something.
1: No, that's that's one of the big plot holes of the thing. Like, as much of a plot hole as this can have, because Plankton is smart. He wouldn't say it's in Shell City when it really is in Shell City. Yeah. Well, I was thinking maybe SpongeBob and Patrick do go
0: on this journey, and it's not there. Then they're like, oh, well... W- uh, we just did all this, but we need to show that we're men still, or like, hey, it wasn't it wasn't destination; it was the journey. See, and, so, I, and I would think maybe if, say, we have Sandy be the person that is like the dentist, or maybe it is just Dennis. Dennis reveals like, oh no, the crown's actually back at the Krusty Krab one or something like mm-hmm. that. What do you think of that? Because then they still go on the journey, but then I guess it does feel sort of pointless.
1: It does because like I, those journeys are typically if the movie was about finding your more about finding your purpose and realizing it's not what you thought it was uh-huh. you know the way the squidward tries to explain it at the end yeah then i think that'd be fine but because the point of the movie is to embrace your inner kid i think that's kind of where it the, that's more of the the thing so it's good for them to accomplish their goal i think and it is a lot more mystery like good to children who are watching to be like oh you can't accomplish your dreams as long as you stick to your steps and do things how you believe you should do them okay so i, I think it's a, a good idea for a different if the theme was different okay okay okay
0: um one other thing i mean it doesn't really matter because this is only an hour less than an hour and a half movie mm-hmm. but was the bar scene really needed like with the
1: bubbles like it really doesn't Think in the totalness? In the grand scheme of things, no. It was. I think it's one of those things to give Spongebob and Patrick false confidence that they're men. Mm, okay. So, like, it was one of those things where they built it up. They're like, yeah, we're men. And then the whole thing with the ice cream happens that just, like, destroys them. Where it's like, we thought we were, like, we thought we were men, but we're actually not. Yeah. So then it requires Mindy to go really hardcore on the other side and say, no, you're just officially men. Here are your mustaches. And so, uh, and so when they're, that, that way that when they're kidnapped, then things are just at their bleakest because they've already seen what they thought was the bottom and it was, it actually gets much worse. <laughs> I, I think it was effective storytelling for character stuff, but yeah, for plot, if it was running a little long, you could totally take out the, the bar scene and just go straight to ice cream.
0: <laughs> I mean, I still like it. It's oh, just yeah, like no, no, one maybe. of those things I was like, oh, I should point it out that it may not have been needed as much. Um... Hmm. is there anything else you'd want to tackle or talk about for Spongebob
1: no uh, I would love to tell the story about when we went to Spongebob 2 sure. uh, or do you want to say that if we ever do Spongebob 2 uh, I mean I would say we have a lot more to talk about with Spongebob 2 yeah. than this one so yeah uh, out of surgery now mm-hmm. Taylor and I and a few other friends went to go see Spongebob, the Spongebob movie 2 like the one that came out a couple of years ago uh, like on Friday opening day And we thought we were just going to go there, hang out. It would be a great time. We get there, and the theater is filled to the brim with children. Like, no joke, it's mostly children. A few parents scattered throughout. And us, these 20-something kids, like, you know, legal adults, but we're kids, uh, who are just, and we we got the middle section of the theater. So we were, like, directly in the middle with all these children around us. And the SpongeBob movie too is not great. No. But you would not have you would have thought that was a Citizen Kane yeah. from the reaction that was happening around us because every time there was a joke, it's 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 genuinely besides like maybe Jurassic World when we went to go see it in the theater like that's my favorite experience in a movie theater ever. Yeah. Is with these children just loving like. SpongeBob too, because they had such a great time. Yeah, it was unbridled joy. <laughs> I was
0: laughing just because the kids were enjoying it so much. The only thing I really remember from that movie is the king dolphin. Yeah, like the dolphin? Yeah. yeah, I mean that that was funny. It weird and
1: weird too. Right? It's, it's like a very weird movie because there's also an epic rap battle of history at the very end. <laughs> uh, oh man, uh, it's it's not a great movie. We'll have stuff to talk about later, but I just wanted to say that because like. it's also a a plea for people to go go to see a movie go to a movie theater and watch things yeah because the experience of being like just kids loving that was amazing no I agree
0: uh, all right. So I think that's it for today, guys. Um, yeah, if you like our content and want to stay informed with us, uh, we are just a couple of Goofy Goobers, but you can follow us on Instagram. podcast, yeah. a of Goofy Goobers,
1: <laughs> where we watch this movie
0: once a week and talk about it. Oh, God. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram through uh, Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Script. And you can follow us on Twitter if you want to say something or like tweet at us for a movie you wanna want to want us to review. Just you know, you can do that. It's a Dr. Script podcast. Uh, we are. If you give us a little thing, we'll give you a shout out and whatnot. We're, yeah, you know, definitely.
1: we enjoy those things. S- subscribe on iTunes, do the five stars review. We love hearing those, reading those. Uh, you know, if you just want to review hashtag uh, Bubble Bowl 2020 and really get the SpongeBob crew there, then that'd be great too. Yep, uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right, bye, bye.